Welcome to season four of the KDFL Fantasy Football Podcast. That's right. We are back. Some say better than ever. That's for you to decide. I'm joined, as always, by my two lovely co-hosts. First, Mr. Jonathan Detroit Haynes. How are we doing, man? Yo, yo, yo. What up, everybody? I know it's been a long (laughs) offseason. I have to give a shout out to... The KDFL's number one listener, Keith, Mr. <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, number one fan. Yeah. Thanks for being a loyal follower. Promises made, back. promises kept. Yeah. <laughs> also <laughs> with us, as always, from Wake Forest, Mr. Phil Ruxy. Hey, what's up, guys? I think I'm actually in the wrong uh, Zoom call. <laughs> so I'm going to have to hop off here. No, I'm kidding. Yes. No, it's good to be back. I can't wait to Whew. we can all spend our money for a ticket to the um evil empire show again this year so uh, we'll see how that goes though all right all right let's catch the fans up real quick we'll start we just had our draft it was a wild off season um the trades that happened at the trade deadline did not stop there there was more and more trading done um up into and during and right after come to think of it as my memory slowly comes (laughs) back from that night um at (laughs) at the draft itself (laughs) Um, so let's just real quick. We're, we're going to try to keep today's going to be, we nicknamed, uh, the mega sode. It's usually we, we do in two episodes. We're going to uh, power through and do in one. Um, so real quick first, we'll, I'm just going to run down the first two rounds of the draft, just kind of get the players out there. So the people, um, at home, mainly Keith will know, um, exactly what we're dealing with here. So the, the Buston takes Brees Hall at one. Um, the Dobermans take Traylon Burks at two. More on that in a bit. Uh, the Kings take Kenny Pickett at three. The Mega Powers get hometown boy Drake London at four. The uh, Elfie River Rats, another hometown pick, Jamison Williams at five. The Kings come back again at six with Chris Olave. The Renegades at seven with Garrett Wilson. Number eight sees the first pick for the Nocatee Zen Masters expansion franchise this year, or relocated franchise, we should say, this year. Kenneth Walker falls there. Uh, the Gamblers take De- Desmond Ritter at nine. The uh, River Rats with beloved preseason angel Damian Pierce at 10. Then the Nocatee Zen Masters select at 11, 12, and 13. They go James Cook, Sky Moore, and George Pickens. The Mega Powers uh, pick 14 and 15. That goes Richard White and David Bell. At uh, 16, the Kings select Brian Robinson Jr. Back to the Mega Powers at 17 for Jahan Dotson. The Doberman show back up at 18 with Christian Watson. The Zen Masters again picks 19 and 20. Go Wandell Robinson and Isaiah Spiller. The Gamblers have not had enough QB funds, so they take Malik Willis at 21. The Doberman's back again with Jalen Tolbert at 22. The first appearance by the Midnight Riders at 23 select the Colts' Alec Pierce. And to round up the first two rounds, we have the Renegades at 24 with Zemir White. That is our first two rounds, and that was hard to do with the actual people's names instead of the team names, but we did it flawlessly. So our first pat on the back of the season four of the KDFL podcast. Way to start right. out the podcast by just reading names. I love Read it. the names. Eloquently done. Now. Hey, okay. Whoa. I get crap for just reading names. What the hell is this <laughs> about? All right. It's the flavor. <laughs> All right, okay. so real quick, I'll, I'll let you guys go. Give me, of course, we had three more rounds after this, but imagine reading 60-plus names um, on, a, on a podcast. Not great. I'm sure the uh, fans would love that. Yeah. So 
Give me, I'll go ahead and I'll go with the to Detroit first. Keep it in order here. Let's give me your best draft. I think it has to be Mr. Milkati. I guess that's how you say it. I don't know. Nokati, we're off to a boom. We are staying true to form. Starting out. Nokati, yes. yes. (laughs) Not your fault. Man, he he had like, I think he had a total of 10 picks. I know he traded a bunch, but I think he ended up with 10. Uh, He just, I like who he got. He got Kenneth Walker fell all the way to eight. I mean, that's just any mock I saw. There was no, I didn't see any fall to eight. Uh, I like his uh, Sky Moore. I know you're not big on him. He also loaded up with James Cook. Uh, he just, I think he just had a strong draft. And George Pickens, I think we all agree that that. Yeah. I'm going to try to carry Detroit through here. George Pickens, strong pick. Vamping. Vamping. This sucks. Go ahead. George Pickens. Good pick. Keep going. You're good. All right. George Pickens is a stud, even though he just – all the highlights you see right now, I'm just pulling people over at the line. But I think Matt has strong drafts. I think he's – I think he's uh, he's building right. Put it that way. I mean, he's not going to make the playoffs or anything, but he has a strong draft. I, I will say that he got his players he was highlighting without a doubt. And we would be yeah. remiss if we did not mention that after the draft, Kenneth Walker gets shipped yes. out of Nocatee. Never even gets to set his feet on the sand uh, in, in, in a deal that involved number one I'm, pick, Brees Hall. Yeah. I meant to touch on that, but then I got a little yeah. – this connection sucks. You just froze up. You couldn't get it out. You just froze up, and I just yeah. – instead of actually vamping, I just said the word vamp, vamp, instead of actually just doing <laughs> the vamping. I'm sorry, people. It's going to be like this the entire episode. <laughs> like Ron Burgundy right there. Bam. <laughs> oh, this sucks. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a pretty universal consensus that Matt had. The strong. He had the prototypical, perfect style rebuild draft where he's got a ton of prospects. If you even hit on 50% of these, you've rebuilt your right. team. Um, so, I mean, 50% is a strong number to hit on in a draft. So, Phil, let's give your highlight to your uh, your best draft. Yeah, for best draft, I'm going to go with um, Reed and the Dogtown Dobermans. Um, some of his picks were Traylon Burks at two. I really like that. Um, I mean, the Titans don't pass a whole lot, but I think he could easily be uh, the number one there. Uh, Christian Watson at 18, also a good pick. He got a lot of receivers, actually. Uh, Jalen Tolbert at 22 um, for the Cowboys. I also like that one. And then Meshi at 32. Um, obviously, he's just going to have to wait that one out. Um, but I think once he gets healthy, he could be a really good receiver. Yeah, I think I think he that was his goal going into the draft was to reload on his wide receivers, and he did it's, that. So it's a sure. Dever, a Derman weakness. He's, he's set up with running backs last year with Javante Williams and Najee Harris. Um, he's he's probably got the best quarterback situation in the league, maybe with Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. Uh, so wide receiver was a weakness. I mean, he certainly addressed that. Now, I will address the, the draft got started immediately off with, with the bombshell with Traylon Burks at two. Um, he's basically Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase of this year with nothing but negative news coming out of camp. Um, asthma, running with, the, running with the threes, you know, just not performing well. But I will say this. If you do what he did and you go up and get, get a player that's – you know, not forecasted that high. Drake London was probably the consensus too from everything I've seen. But if you go up and get that, that's the player you do it for. You don't go up and get 
Garrett Wilson or, you know, right. you get you get the guy who is upside. I mean, his upside is quite literally Julio, like a strong, faster than everybody else, freak of a human that is that could easily take, I mean, the number one spot in Tennessee is Robert Woods right now. And that's, yeah, come on. Um, as far as, as far as long term, we don't know what happens with his QB. We, I mean, I look for him to turn it around because this is the same. Jamar Chase said he couldn't catch the football. <laughs> hey, <there. laughs> he, he said the stripe is making it hard for me to catch the football. So I'm not believing in his negative. Let's uh, not, let's not go back with that again. I just can't believe it. He said he couldn't catch. Okay. So, um, I mean, you guys, those are some two good drafts, but let's let's talk about who really had the best draft. Okay. It's pretty obvious. I got I got criticized last year for not taking pits at three. What kind of mess would I have been in at four this year of Drake London in my lap? No. So the mega powers get Drake London at four. They get they address the running back that they were gonna address with Kenneth Walker had Drake London not been there. Rashad White, David Bell. Oh, I get Watson's gonna be his favorite target. Dotson is already a stud behind old Terry McLaurin. Older than you might think, by the way. He is older than you think. Oh, my gosh. And we keep going. I got the guy that was the other preseason darling behind uh, da- uh, Damian Pierce. I said, Pacheco. Dude, all kinds of love. See, his job is on the hot seat. Trey McBride, the number one tight end in the, in the draft at 29. Easy, easy, easy. Jerome Ford, Kareem Hunt. What's his name? Out of, out of town in Cleveland after this year. There's the backup to an older Nick Chubb. And then my favorite sneaky pick, you guys let me get at 52, like number two or three best odds for defensive player of the year, basically potentially walking into an extra third next year, Trayvon Walker. Ah, chef's yeah, kiss. No. Two great back-to-back drafts. <clears throat> All right. All right. We've already got two pair of the back sessions. Your Trey McBride pick? Um, I mean, Rashad pick? White? Come on. Burnett's old, brother. Burnett's only there because Brady is. And Brady yeah. might not even want to be there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. All right. Uh, well, glad you uh, think you had the best draft. I, I guarantee uh, other 11 out, no one in the else in the league would say that, but at least you did. You know, like when you forget something great happened, like when you're in school and you forget that you, you have Monday off or something like that, you just remember during the weekend. It's like that. Like, I just forget. Oh, my God, I have Drake London. Oh, my God. Amazing. Which I will say the only way I see, yeah, the only way I see him bust, and it's, I mean, he played one play and it already happened, is injury. I don't see talent being a problem. I don't see system. I see injury being what would take him down if it does. Okay, so got to the good stuff. Let's get to some even finer stuff for me. Let's go. Who had the worst draft, Detroit? Oh. Man, I I think without a doubt it was Nick. Oh and, no! Uh, I I mean, yes, me and you talked about his roster before the draft, and you were kind of spot on about he needs a quarterback. I so say he literally well, has no choice. Yeah, because he's got you know Daniel Jones, Brady, you know, what, who Wentz. was his other one? Wentz. Wentz. Yeah, Wentz. Yeah, so he definitely need a quarterback. I think I would have rather just made a trade for a quarterback or something. Desmond Ritter, first round? I don't care if this is a two-quarterback league. Come on. I know you're a Falcons fan. Was there any chance you would have took Desmond Ritter first round? Even if you had four picks. If if 2023 didn't exist, yes. 
but I am so scared of his of his job not being replaced next year if we are as bad as some people. I mean, some people have us going two and fifteen in this very own league. So yeah. um, if we are that bad, we will have no choice probably but to take a one of the stud quarterbacks in the next draft. Right, and then his second one was Malik Willis, Malik Antonio Willis. I don't know about him either. That's the Traylon Barks of quarterbacks. That's what that is. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not seeing it. But I mean, look at my record. What do I know? But I'm just. I didn't like that two quarterbacks like that, especially those two quarterbacks. I thought it was a very weak quarterback draft to start with. But I don't know. He did that. I just didn't like it. My my fair fair criticisms of Nick's draft. Nick's draft is the only one I've ever seen that I think me and Eric were were talking about this during the draft. He's the only draft I've ever seen that got so much better as it went on. Nicobe Dean, uh, probably second ranked linebacker See, in, in the draft. I don't like Nicobe Dean. Oh jeez, they're pleasing you, Troy Anderson. I love <laughs> Troy Anderson as an athlete. He's supposed to be an athletic freak for the Falcons, but when I watched him, he wasn't. Lightning on fire, like I was expecting, but I mean, what do I? I mean, I'm not some scout. Um, it cracks me up when people say I watched tape for dad, like watched a lot of tape. It's kind of like well, you don't know what you're looking for, bub. Um, Jalen Warren, I like. He's going to get this number two behind uh, Najee Harris, so he takes a beating. So I, I don't like the. Uh, I agree with you with the QB strategy, but I do like he kind of shorted up more as as we went, uh-huh. as I thought. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, Phil. <clears throat> All right, for worst draft, I'm going to go with Eric. Um, he got Garrett Wilson at seven. I like that pick, but Zamir White at 24. I wasn't big on him before the draft. Uh, it's still not a bad pick, I guess, but just not somebody I was looking for. <laughs> I, mean, I love Phil's and analysis, then, man. <laughs> Sam Howe at 31. I, I don't even know if he's going to ever play, really. I mean, so 31 just seems like – a throwaway pick to me, honestly. Um, <laughs> and then he had a, he had a few more picks, I think. Uh, no, that was it actually. That was his three picks. And so that was. That was my oh, first. Eric only hit three picks. You're right. You're correct. Well, Rodrigo, hard knocks oh, yeah, hero. Right, yeah. Yeah. Dude, Philip Roxy. <laughs> Eric was who I was going to pick if I didn't pick myself for best draft. <laughs> my man. <laughs> I love draft. Garrett Wilson. Dude, I love yeah. Garrett Wilson. Sam Howe after well, the. I know. After the, we know. You- yeah, a big Jets guy. Like a if you didn't realize. Jets guy. Mr. <laughs> apparently, Jets. Apparently. Ah. Uh, okay, we'll hit we'll hit back on that. Man, my first shocked moment of, of uh of 2022 KDFL podcast. <laughs> um my worst draft is is pretty simple. It's my arch nemesis. <laughs> I mean it's LJ had the worst draft. He didn't have a single pick. This feels like low-hanging fruit. You're almost making it too easy on me now. I mean Literally, it is a fact. This is a this is a fact. Every other team, all eleven other teams, got better than you were in that moment on that night. It's a fact. It's almost a statistical impossibility that they didn't. I don't. Is he a, Is he alive? Do we you gotta have a representative. You gotta have somewhere there a a, uh, a proxy, perhaps. You know, there's trades to be made. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I haven't in the mix. It, it, it is a it is i mean mostly most uh considered a weaker draft this this class so maybe his strategy was just to punt on it if he did he executed that to perfection um okay all right detroit let's go with biggest steal of the draft 
in your opinion? Okay. For me, I, it can be different. Like some people might say, Hey, this guy fell at number nine and he should have went number two. But for me, I went with somebody, I wanted to go outside the first three rounds. I wanted like a true sleeper. Okay. So I went with my fellow co-host. Let me see what the pick number was. Sorry. That would be Mr. Philip with Hassan Haskins. Okay. No, number okay. 60, Hassan Haskins. It's not bad. I really like, I mean, I know he's a Michigan guy, so I'm a little biased. Right, right. But I love the way this guy runs, and I'm mad at myself for passing up on him. I looked before I made my pick in that last round. I even looked at him a couple of times like, all right, I'm going to get this guy. But then I was like, wait a minute. I took Isaiah Likely, the tight end, which I'm okay Not with. Bad. Yeah. But uh, I was so mad that I didn't take him. And then when Phil said his name, I was like, oh, crap. Because let's, let's admit, Derrick Henry, he's stud. But, man, he Older. takes a lot of carries, man. A lot mm-hmm. of carries. And he's, he's going to be banged up. And I can see Haskins filling in quite a bit for him. So, yeah, I went with Phil. I like that. That's a good, I like that answer. Philip. Yeah, uh, I guess it's all me so far because I went with myself as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I picked number 48, uh, Giovanni Woods, yeah. tight end for the Colts. Um, the guy was basically garbage. He really didn't even play three seasons at Oklahoma State. He averaged 10 catches in three seasons, and then he went to Virginia and had 44 catches and eight touchdowns in one year there. Um, he's a huge guy, 6'7", 275. Um, I think he could really work really well with Matt Ryan there and, and Andy. Um, so I think that's a, that was a really good pick there. Okay. Oh. Brett, please tell me, please tell me you didn't pick Phil too. No, good God. Okay. Um, ah, okay. Yeah. No, I did not, sadly. I should have. He's looking because uh, everybody stole his pick, I think. No, they did. <laughs> I, 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 but you guys, you guys are getting me with the later because I, I was a little higher. But I'll go later now. Um, because I do like this pick a lot. This pick was on my radar. Pick 42, the Nocatees and Masters, uh, Daniel Bellinger, uh, moving right into a starting role with the Giants. Um, uh, him and Trey McBride, I don't I don't think there's a huge difference in talent. Um, there might be a huge difference in offensive scheme, but again, McBride has Ertz in front of him, you know, living out his remaining years, however you want to say it. Um uh, <laughs> But I had marked down to get to get Bellinger because I, again I didn't think somehow Matt's me congratulating Matt's pick is turning to me pat myself on the back. I didn't think that McBride would be there at twenty nine. <laughs> so yeah, so um, I really like the Daniel Bellinger pick by the Nocti Masters. So my favorite part, I'm one for two on this. I don't know if I was wrong on Nick's reach of Brandon Ayuk now. Okay. It's like I apologize, and I need to apologize for the apology. Now we don't know where we're at. But, but, but the first year was uh, was or one year was um, DK famously. So we're on that one. So Detroit, your biggest reach of the draft. Well, I, I mean, I touched on this just a little bit ago, and um, Nick, I swear I'm not picking on you, but yes, hey, I got to go with the Desmond Ritter pick. I think that was a huge reach. I think sometimes when you're in these leagues, and you're like. Okay, you go in saying, "All right, I really, I'm really weak at this position." Like, I think sometimes you overreach, and I think he it's definitely hard. overreached. Then, I feel like he could have got Ritter with his second first round pick. I mean, I guess he wanted two quarterbacks, but I just didn't like that at all. 
Um, that was awful. With his second first round, we're at pick. I mean, I know he, he went with Willis, but you mean at pick twenty one? Yeah, I'd be willing to bet he doesn't want because you got Tim there needs a quarterback. You have me picking like four times. I'm not really a homer. Like this is my third Falcon ever I've ever picked. Um, but still, with me with Watson being out and stuff, and me having three picks, right? I mean, it would be a gamble. It depends on how much you value Ritter because if he gets super flex, he's yeah. a mobile quarterback. Um, Ritter's looked lights out to me at times, and he's looked like Tim Tebow at times. So lofting the ball up there. I mean, but sometimes he zips it. I don't know. So very hit or miss. So I like that. Um, Philip. Thank you for proving that you liked mine. <laughs> it's called a transition. <laughs> yeah. My, I don't know. My biggest reach, I struggled to find a good one, but I went with Kenny Pickett at three. I thought he would go closer to 10 or 11 um, in the first round. I thought that was a little early. And, I mean, he's not even going to start over Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> so... <laughs> this is not this is not entirely fair to Tim because he had a figurative gun to his head. I said, if you don't take Pickett at three, we me and Nick had a trade lined out. We had it done. It was gonna pull the trigger as soon as he didn't take Pickett. Nick was gonna come up to four and get Pickett. So he had to take he couldn't wait till six, which he did get Chris Alave, which is probably gonna be the Saints number one this year. Uh, yeah. but that was he has and then Superflex. You got to get your guy when you get your guy. Pick it. I mean, sure. to get the Steelers quarterback, that's a, I mean, that's like getting a stealing head coaching job. Like they don't turn those over much. So, yeah. But I, I know what it you mean. Uh, there was no rankings ahead pick yeah. it that high. I will, I agree I mean, with you. His, his hand was forced a little bit, I guess. So, yeah. <laughs> we had them. <laughs> I mean, we, we did a little bit. But he wanted his guy. He got his dude. Um, yeah. But I get what you're saying. No one had pick it ranked that high. I, I agree. All right, let's just keep uh, – I have to pick <laughs> – I didn't realize what we were doing oh, here God. with Kenny Pickett. Oops. <laughs> I mean, there's no way I could <laughs> – This has to be the lowest reach. This has to be the lowest – Phil wasn't there for this. This has to be the, the, the highest reach we've had. Pick 25, <laughs> Matt Corral, <laughs> the one-legged man himself. I knew, um, knew you were going with this. I have to. I, I can't. In good faith, not – uh, it's not so much oh. about where he. It's not so much about where he picked them. It's so much about who's behind him. To me, this is what I mean. Isaiah Pacheco, Tyler Algier, Romeo Dobbs, Trey McBride, Devin Lloyd, Sam Howell. All those are immediately following him. Uh, Matt Corral. He didn't was look good this, to me. Was this argument the one where there was a a very unusual bet that, that was offered out there by Mister Tim McCarthy? Did I, I don't know because it's a. This is a family podcast, but I don't. I, it's, I can't. Was, all I remember, all I remember, screaming. There was some kind of favor. Remember, whoever went. Oh, I don't remember <laughs> this, but I don't remember the because all I remember from the argument is screaming. You picked a one-legged man, and I kept screaming. <laughs> I kept screaming. This isn't the same old Jets. <laughs> That's I all just I remember. remember. That's I just not the remember. same old Jets. I just remember Eric coming out of the bathroom, and that's the first thing he heard Tim say, and he was like. What is going on? Oh, God. Hilarious. (laughs) Um, It it all stems from, I was sitting there, I was like, Tyler Algier is the pick. Algier is the pick right here. Algier is the pick right here. He's going to have a chance to start probably this year for the Falcons, which I may take or leave it. You may not want that. Um, To me, 
outside of the big see it was everybody says we ran that hard but to me that was a normal day in, in dunbar growing up um sam howe to me was my favorite see this is where me and phil are different sam howe was my favorite out of these three uh after the big three he was my face mobile oh, okay. Okay. He, yeah, after, after the big three i would almost put him ahead of willis because i don't trust willis to ever throw the ball honestly but we'll see i've been wrong before obviously but I love Sam Howell, and I think he's in a great situation behind Carson Wentz, who is just not – he's just a shell of himself now. So that right. I would have went Sam Howell right there um, if you are going to go QB. Right. So I'll give that for reach because I have no choice. I'm duty-bound, honor-bound to give that as the reach. Okay. Nice. All right. So next up, we each did our aggregate. Now, we're just kind of shooting through these. We're not going to do the whole um, break each down. And have one of us talk about who is the outlier, but yeah. we have we have done our power rankings, and I'm uh, getting it pulled up here now. As far as the rosters, We've done our power rankings. This is for the 2022 season, obviously, just it alone, not future outlook. If you happen to have had a draft where you drafted a bunch and you had a good draft, you might still be low here. Just for the record, okay, somebody's ready to get fired up already in 2022. All right, let me let me have what we have here. We're in much. Let's just say, fellas, before this goes horribly wrong, that we're in much better midseason form than I thought we would be going so far. Just for the record, so a third pat on our backs to all of us. I mean, the episode's not done yet. What do you? What do you and that's why. That's why I had to get I mean, it out now. That's why I had to get it out now. Jinx us. All right, coming I in. Freeze up any second. I know, but hey, we're flowing more than I thought we would. Um, coming in. This is not a huge surprise to most. At number 12, we have the Kanawha County Kings rebuilding. Um, still still uh, shaking off that Melvin Gordon trade from, from years past. Mr. Phil, you evil man. Um, hey, I mean, what did I do? I just offered it. <laughs> um, so let me, let me find him on our list here. Now, each, each team, we have... What we do every year, the player showcase and the over-under wager on where this uh, player might finish. And I believe his was, is it not AJ? Let me have it here. Okay, uh, Kings. Yes, it is. This player showcase, AJ Dillon, um, inside or outside the running back 18 for the year. Go ahead, Detroit. Maybe not. <laughs> he is frozen. Philip, um, go ahead. Yeah, I went AJ Dillon. Really think about it too. In, okay, you can go now. Go ahead. Well, I still have faith in Aaron Jones. I mean, I so I went outside eighteen and a half. I just don't think he's going to get enough um, enough touches. I just think Aaron Jones is still the lead guy, at least for a little while. Hopefully, if he's on my fantasy team, um, so I'm going to go outside. Okay, Detroit. Yeah. I would definitely go outside too. I, really, I think he's going to be. Yeah, I think he's going to split a lot of carries. Hmm. So okay. I, I, I don't see him. I'm. I guess I'm going to be the guy. I'm going inside 18. I think he'll finish the top one and a half of running backs. Um, he seems to be everybody's darling this year. Uh, coming on strong. The Kings have held on to him for like two or three years now. So now it's time to finally to get that payoff. So I'm going to go inside of 18 for A.J. Dillon. All right. All right. Next up, 
the, the uh, rebuilder himself, the Nocatee Zen Masters. We have him. We have them at eleven, headlined by Derek Carr and Jameis Winston. In case you didn't know, Hunter Renfro is also Hunter Renfro is also on the squad and number one dot one overall pick, Brees Hall. So for the Zen Masters, we had to go with him though. Another eighteen point five, Mister Famous Jameis Winston inside the quarterback eighteen. Phil, we'll keep the same order now. We're going with you first on these. Yeah, I went I went inside, actually, 18 and a half. Um, Michael Thomas, I mean, I know he's not going to be Michael Thomas of old, but he's supposed to be back this year and be okay. So I think that's going to help Winston a lot. So I think he could be uh, at least a up to upper tier QB too. Yeah, I, I'm going inside also. I don't – you know my feelings on this guy because a certain other owner in this league – pipes this guy up like he's the greatest thing ever. Well, if he didn't throw 30 interceptions, well, he did throw 30 <laughs> interceptions. <laughs> so I don't want to hear it. But, uh, yeah, he's going to be about 15, 16. I could see him around there. Hey, three first-round picks and he's yours. Yeah, That's true. well, I wouldn't get three fifth-round picks. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, inside 18, maybe the line was a little unfair. A little bit too, but yeah, I mean, a little bit too high. But I mean, he did start off on fire before he was hurt. People forget that he he was he was tearing it up before he got hurt last year. So we'll see. I really like a lot of it. I mean, he's got three brand new weapons they didn't have last year: Michael Thomas, uh, Chris Olave, and and uh, Jarvis Landry. So I mean, we'll see. Um, I look for him to be inside that eighteen as well. But you got to think about it. I mean, there's there's. 12 teams, there's 24 starting quarterbacks, presumably. So, I mean, somebody's going to do it. Somebody's going to finish out there. So, you know, um, man, there's 32 okay. quarterbacks, though. I'm, I'm talking about in our dynasty league, though. I think of it in terms uh, of that, like QB1, QB2, okay. like that. Yeah. Um, okay. 20, 24 startable fantasy quarterbacks, you would think, in, in a sense. Okay. Um, okay. So, next up, signs me to say, the disrespect, but it's fine. We have number 10. The Dunbar kids, 12, 11, and 10. <laughs> In the, the Melbourne Mega Powers, disrespect um, cast upon me here. Uh, player showcase, guys, there can be no other player showcase for the Melbourne Mega Powers than the hottest topic in all of our discussions. I don't know. Well, maybe. It's going to be a tumultuous season. I'm going to hate every minute of it. Um, Trey Lance, I set the I set the line at uh, quarterback ten or better for the year. Top ten QB in fantasy. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I just want to say the name change um, for Dunbar has really done has really taken a toll on the teams from there. I mean, <laughs> uh, you guys just aren't aren't looking good after that. It must have got to you. I mean, really personally. Uh. Oh, Phil may be onto something there. I mean, the Kings did not. Uh, I mean, these Lombard got you guys rattled now. Yeah, uh, Trey Lance, I went. Where did I go? Let me see. I went under. I think he's going to be outside. Um, that was confusing yeah, the way you worded that. Yeah, same. I agree. Yeah, well, I, it confused me because I did over under like we were originally right. Said, and then now it's we're worded outside. poorly. So now I'm trying to remember actually as I go which. Is inside, which is outside, versus over under. Will he be a top ten quarterback, <laughs> Phil? All right. 
I'm going to go on. So. He's going to be like 13, 14, I think. Okay. I don't think he's going to be top 10. What happened to those one sentence answers here? We're getting there. I'm going, I'm going outside. He is definitely not going to be a top 10 quarterback. I mean, there, there's a oh, huge what? learning curve. I'm not, I'm not even saying he's not going to be good. I That's just think Shanahan, I think things. Shanahan's going to kind of be very conservative with them. They're going to run that ball. So yeah, not, yeah, and I know he runs, but yeah, I don't my think. But he I don't think he's run, he's not Lamar Jackson. I don't think. Of course, I haven't seen him play really. So, but yeah, Neither he's outside. Anyone. Neither has anyone. Okay, I'm obviously right, inside. Quick. outside. I'm obviously inside the top ten on this. Um, he's in the perfect system to succeed again. We didn't draft the player; we drafted the situation. So let's see if Shanahan gets Mike? his mobile quarterback. <laughs> like the situation. We get we get hit. We gets his mobile quarterback. He, he had 16 carries in the game last year in one of his two starts. 16 carries. You give me that. He's not, gonna, ca- he's not gonna carry that every week. week. I don't care. All right, number week. nine. Who's side. number nine? Yeah, I'm in inside, mid- inside I'm the top ten. Mid-season form. I'm already Let's go. Let's go. Number number nine. <laughs> the Wake Forest Lumberjacks. So ha ha how Ooh. the turntables. Lake Forest Lumberjacks in at number Ooh. nine. Mr. Snip, snap, snip, snap. I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out. Uh, <laughs> tumultuous season, tumultuous offseason for the uh, Lumberjacks. I love this pick. <laughs> yes. It, okay. God. When we do these, we like to keep it balanced. Okay. I like to keep it balanced. I like to do four pass catchers, oh, tight ends, or rubber why? four running backs, four quarterbacks. Phil was the last one I had and picked a, a team for. I needed a wide receiver. So we are projecting whether or not Mr. Bobby Trees, Robert Woods himself, is going to be inside the wide receiver two. So under inside or outside 24 for Bobby Woods. Well, first of all, the, the blue and onion must be 50% off or something. I don't know what's going on with Detroit right now. Uh, <laughs> ready to roll. <laughs> I'm um, ready, man. Robert Woods, God, I mean, I really hope he is inside the top 24. I'm sure you do. But I don't see. I think he's going to be like 40th or something. I just don't see it. Who the hell is catching the ball in Tennessee? Detroit's so shocked. He's 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 motionless. No, he's back outside. Outside. He is old. That's it. I think I feel like you've mentioned it before. He is old. And he's coming off an injury. I just I don't know. I'm going to pick outside just for the fact that we're four teams in and I haven't picked anybody to finish outside of what, what I projected them. We, so I will. We, get, we still got to do eight more teams. It's a mega. So, <laughs> Grandpa, it's a long episode. Right. The people are buckled in. It's been months and months. They've been craving the content. We can flock well, to stop, our picks stop making Stop making picks. that motion, Brett. Please stop. It's been months and months. Do you understand? <laughs> <laughs> That's a gift. All right. Oh, um, gosh. Oh, again, how the turntable has continued to turn. At number seven, we have the Elkview River Rats going. We suck. Woo! We need to stop podcasting, man. Because we have not, I mean, I think we have we have three combined playoff appearances since we've been on the podcast. Um, Seriously, it's been bad. The, uh, the River Rats. I thought this was a pretty simple pick, too, for the player showcase for the Elkview River Rats. Again, I say the preseason darling. Traded up for him. Traded the first for him. Mr. Florida Gator himself, Damian Pierce, inside or outside? Wait. What? Did, did you miss the Wampus Cats? No. Maybe. We said really yeah. Much. 
Number eight, the Hurricane Wampus Cats come in. Spoiler alert for number seven. Number eight, a lot of offseason moves for the Boston held on to that 1.1 pick. Supposedly had a lot of calls about it. Nothing happened until after the draft. So we're going to look at the Hurricane Wampus Cats still rebuilding. It did trade for trade for J.K. Dobbins in the offseason, so he is our player showcase for them. Over, under, or inside, outside, running back 18. So one and a half, basically. Phil. Yeah, I'm going over. I mean, outside. 18 and a half. I just don't see it. I mean, he was a good back before he got hurt, but I just don't see it. I'm going inside. I think uh, they're going to try to lessen the load for uh, Lamar. So I think they're going to try to run a little bit more with the running backs. And I think, uh, I, I mean, they started to do that a little bit last year, but I think a healthy Dobbins, I think he'll be inside. I mean, they tried to do everything they could to reinvigorate Devonta Freeman. They, I mean, if they trust him, they're going to trust yeah. J.K. Dobbins. Um, I, I, huh, I'm going – everybody's inside for me. I'm going inside this because I had two two players I wanted to target in redraft, and it was J.K. Dobbins and uh, Swift, and I didn't get him in any of my leagues, so very hurt by that. But I think if J.K. Dobbins stays healthy, I think Detroit's 100% spot on. They're going to take it off a little more some, um, and they will get back to that Ravens running team that they like to be. Okay, now back to where we were with the Upfield River Rats. Um, a lot of offseason moves, including moving J.K. Dobbins, brings in Christian McCaffrey. Didn't you bring in J.K. Dobbins and then move out J.K. Dobbins? Yeah, he never okay. played a game for the River Rats. Never, never got to see beautiful Elkview. So, um, again, River Rats, uh, preseason darling, Damian Pierce, inside, outside, running back 18. I've got him outside. I just don't – I don't really know what to expect from him. So, I don't know. Come on. And, they, and he's with the Texans. I mean, it's going to be – they're going to struggle to score. And so, I just don't know if he's going to – Hey, calm chances. down there, man. Calm down. <laughs> I have two starting Texans. Don't forget my boy Mills. He did. Mills is my QB, too. What a, what a team to have the well, QB and running back for. I guess that's – I guess that's why you're near the bottom like us. <laughs> I think I really like Damian Pierce. I think he's gonna almost said price. Double check that last name. I swear to God, I was hoping against hope that you were gonna say the wrong last name of your own player that you really like. Yeah, I really think he's gonna be inside. I I think he's gonna be. I think they're gonna use him a lot more than the Gators used him. So yeah, the, the Gators did not use him very much. Um, all right, it's your favorite word, Detroit. The only thing I'm worried about with Damian Pierce is game script. The Texans get down a lot. They have to throw. Yeah. I'm worried Burkhead gets a lot more work, but I'm going to go inside as well on Damian Pierce. Who's Burkhead? He's also a river rat, too. You. <laughs> wow. That's, that's not the team you want a lot of. All the Texans. <laughs> All right. All right. Now we get to what uh, the KDFL War Winning Podcast projects as being playoff teams. Let me get back to it. Number seven or six, the Dogtown Debermans. Reed, of course, uh, everybody's favorite uh, team that missed the playoffs last year uh, to make it this year. I think it's pretty much agreed that he's supposed to be the guy that takes a step forward. Um, and for the for the Dobermans, 
I think this one's kind of interesting. Uh, quarterback, maybe a little high on the over-under, but Joe Burrow, inside or outside, QB6, so the top half of QB1. So this is a leap. This is for him to take a leap. Go ahead, Phil. Yeah, I went back and forth on this one because I really like Joe Burrow, but I just thought that was a little high. I just don't think he's quite there yet. Um, so I went just outside at seven. We can see you. Hear me? Yeah, oh, you're okay. fine. Yeah, you're we saw you getting aggravated <laughs> randomly. <laughs> yeah, you thought nobody saw that. <laughs> I haven't swore. I don't usually do that. I thought you were calling. What, me <laughs> what's your what's your what's your thoughts on Joe Burrow? <laughs> Man, this one was probably the toughest one for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. But I, I think he's going to be just outside. Seemed like a number eight. That's what Phil said, seven. I don't so know if exactly you heard what it. I said. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. he, I think you're froze, he was froze up there. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go, go outside as well. I'm going more of the 9-10 uh, range. I know we just did seven, eight, and nine and ten. I get that. But I'm going a little bit further down than you guys are. I think that upper echelon. I think the improve so weird the improvements to the O line may hurt him in value because they're going to rely on mixing like, more and mixing will be more profitable, work more efficient. Yeah, yeah. Because Ryan, Ryan the head coach loves to run, even though he, I mean, yeah, yeah, loves to run. So uh, I'm going outside as well. So number five now, um, we are going to go with the arch nemesis, the Poca. Pharmacists, everybody's favorite Benjamin Button team, cardiac arrest. Um, and we have as their player showcase a guy who's got to be near the end of his rope. <laughs> Alvin Kamara, inside or outside, running back, the top 10 running back. So running back 10. Phil. Yeah, I put him inside, but I don't remember why I did that because now I'm thinking about it and I don't think he's going to be inside. <laughs> so I'm gonna switch to outside. I don't know why I put inside. Snip, snap, snip, snap. Detroit. <laughs> snip, snap, snip, snap. I, I've got him inside. I think he's gonna just be across the line there. I think he's gonna make it. Um, I think the Saints are gonna rely on him a lot still. I mean, he may break a bone or so, <laughs> be hurt. But if he stays healthy. If he stays healthy. I think he'll be. I have him inside because I, of everything I've seen, this the suspension is not a, a real concern this year. It's going to be kicked off to next year. Um, I, I don't I feel like we didn't get a lot of him with Jameis to know what that is going to look like. See, Breeze helped Thomas and him so much by just dumping it all. But Jameis doesn't run either, so he'll probably be a dump off as well. I just feel like Jameis's dump off is a 40-yard throw it up. And Breeze's was a rational dump off to the running back. So I am still going inside. Poor Kamara. Okay, number where are we at four. Number four, we have the Cross Vegas Gamblers, the 2022 QB lover himself. Uh, for our just two years removed from being a champion, our player showcase for him is CD Lamb. And again, this is another one that's guys gotta take a leap. It's time to do it. Uh, is he a wide receiver one this year? Inside the 12. Hello. You're muted. Mid-season <laughs> form, guys. Yep. Mid-season okay. form, baby. The dog started barking, so I had to freaking mute it. And then I forgot it was on mute. Anyways, yeah, I think he is uh, a one this year. I don't think the addition of Tolbert is going to hurt his production that much. I think he is going to take a lead, so I think he's inside. 
Hold on, let me fix this. I don't know why I did 12. He's drafted as like the wide receiver, like six or something. Like he's like yeah. he's drafted yeah, he's super high. Let's do, let's do, um, let's do, I'm um, waiting for Detroit to, let's, well, eight. I was going to say eight. Let's do Detroit, we're calling an audible here. Inside the wide receiver, eight. 12, I don't know why, why I had that number. I did it too fast, maybe. Inside the wide receiver, eight, Phil. Are you still with him? I don't know. Let's see if Phil is still with him. I got him at like nine, so I think he's out. Yeah. Okay. Detroit. I think he's inside. I think Dallas is just going to force the ball to him. Yeah. I, I'm almost with you because of lack of other options. Yeah. Like, what else are they going to be able to do? So I'll, I'll say inside of the top eight. I don't feel great about it. I feel easy about inside the top 12, but um, that's why we try to move this line a little bit. All right. So now we're in our, we're in our um, metal stand here, our top three. Uh, number three, we have coming in the Marmet Midnight Riders. Um, just, just a real quick hit on this team. This is last year's championship runner up the KDFL bills. Um, so the thing with him is with the midnight riders is they don't have a solid number two quarterback. It's Baker and they don't have a solid number two running back. They're right now starting Jamal Williams. Those wide receivers are off the charts, um, by far and away the best wide receiver core in the league. I'd say, um, yeah. With that said, we have somebody changing places on his team, and that is our player showcase, Tyreek Hill, inside of a wide receiver one this year at 12. I think this is where I got the CD Lamb line from, and I messed it up. Go ahead, Phil. Okay, yeah, I don't I don't know where he finished last year. Can you look that up for me while I'm, I'm talking? If you oh, fix. man. Because I don't know if – I don't think a QB change – I mean, I know it's Patrick Mahomes that he's losing, but and he's going to Tua, of course. But I don't think that's going to hurt him too much. So I think he's still – Gonna be close. I have him at eight. He was eight. Fantasy look at you. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah, I think he's still gonna be top ten. I really do. So I think he's gonna be inside. See, I think he's outside. I don't trust the quarterback. Uh, I don't care how well Tyreek says he's throwing in camp and all that, and praising him and saying he's as good as my own. Blah blah blah. I think he's outside. Yeah, I have him at six. By the way, <laughs> he was at six <laughs> last year. Oh, what? Not, that's what I have right here, but I could be wrong. I just oh, oh, um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Wait a minute. I don't know. 2021 season, he scored 200. Yeah, it is this 99. Yeah, this is messed up. I don't know why it's doing. Okay, this. you have 299.5. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, if you just do a generic one, though, it might not have the big play oh. bonuses and all that stuff. With him, the big play bonus is a, is a big deal in the KDFL. So. Um, I have him outside as well, though, Detroit. I have him out. I don't, I think this uh, a wide receiver changing teams very rarely works out. We're just kind of spoiled, um, from, from Diggs working out and Hopkins working out. I don't, that's not the norm. They usually go somewhere else and struggle. And what they go, about, what about the guy that went to Las Vegas? Devontae Adams. We'll see. That's the other yeah. one we'll have to see on. Um, but, uh, yeah, I have, I have him outside of a uh, wide receiver one. I'll say I really love Waddle. I really do. I really want him to take the next step forward. So maybe it's a little bit of uh, picking with the heartstrings there. Um, so two has got enough. Did you all let me side caveat? Cause we just need to do enough. We didn't need to do enough side discussions during the mega Um Did you all ever hear that two didn't have a strong arm until he got Hill? I never heard that rumor. I knew the injury risk and I knew no. I never heard the strong no. arm slam until this happened. I was like, where is this coming from? Okay. Yeah, now, it definitely seems new. Number two, 
And this is a surprise to me. I am at number two. I think Detroit is number two. I think Phil was number I four, if I'm right. I three. three. So yeah, yeah. I think we all surprised each other that we all had him as high as we did. But it is Dunbar's only prayer. <laughs> he rocks Atlanta Renegades at number two. <laughs> Star-studded running back core with Montgomery, Swift, and, of course, Jonathan Taylor, Matt Stafford. Um Hawkinson, you can name a bunch of lines. Waddle, like I just said, he adds Garrett Wilson. Great, great team up and down. But his player showcase is oh, this is fun. So this line is, is very specific for a reason. Kyle Pitts, inside or outside, tight in two. So he's got room from one other at the top. He's supposed to be the unicorn, supposed to be that guy. Is this time? Is it time? I think it is. I think he goes to number one. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is not a it's not a wild thought, I'm telling you. What? what I hear. I'm telling you. I don't see it. I'm saying outside. I still think Andrews and Kelsey will score. Is those your two? That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. Do you have anybody else? Yeah, maybe Darren Waller. Okay. I can see. I can see that. But if Pitts had a better quarterback situation, yeah, I think we could. I could see it. But I think the young quarterback situation is going to help him. I mean, I think they're going to have to go to him a lot. So, uh, no, I, I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be even outside top five or anything. I just, yeah, I think right, the top right. two are still Kelsey and Andrews. That's definitely a Andrews, new low for our numbers. Andrews, most you know, underappreciated tight end. Underappreciated. It's ridiculous. Don't give me stuff. You want you want no sidebars during the mega suit, and you're going to bait me like that. <laughs> No, <laughs> uh, I mean this is this is what it is. I have him in. I'll put him inside the top two. I mean uh, Andrews as the other one, and I don't know who's one and who's two. I think Kelsey's getting older. The only thing that bothers me is Hill's gone, so Kelsey could be more of a focus. Outside of that, I think Waller. They got a million options there now in Vegas, and he's not dependable. Kittle always a little bit banged up, so then it's like, where are you going from there? Um, and I get what right. you're saying about the quarterback situation, but Mariota literally made Delaney Walker. And Delaney Walker was very sustainable for a good four to five, three to four years or so as a, as a tight end. So I, I like I, the tight ends for sure. He really, yeah. I want to apologize. No, no, I want to no, apologize. Yeah. I have to apologize to the fans. That's like our fifth Falcon <laughs> segment already. So I can't help we draft a unicorn. It's, it's all just one Falcon <laughs> segment. It just runs one. Yeah. It's all it's one now. big show, brother. Also, when are we going to talk ahead on this? RIP. Right. Hey, where'd you get that one at? Is that, your, is that you that gave it to me? Yeah. I thought it was. Yeah, I knew I knew uh, somebody yeah. in KDFL gave it to me. I couldn't remember who it was. Nice. Close to my heart. Okay. Number one, who gives a crap? It's the evil empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, good job. Uh, who's this player? Stupid player. Who is it? I don't even know. Somebody's <laughs> stupid. Let's uh, just make it quick. Who cares? Hurts. Who is and, it? I really don't. Oh, it's Jalen Hurts. Yeah, inside. Outside. Uh, top, outside. Like, inside outside. Uh, QB six. Outside. Are you all really both outside? QB six? No. Yeah, <laughs> Quarterback six? Yeah, I'm outside. Okay, give me your six ahead of him. <coughs> off the top. I know this is on the cuff. Oh, my off the cuff. Off the cuff. TM. I can't Whoa. even think of six players off the top of my head. Come on. <laughs> all right. I have I'll no go doubt about that. Josh. Play. Josh Allen. Did you say you have no doubt about that? <laughs> hey, listen, quiet, boys. Quiet. quiet, quiet. Uh, the old man's talking. I'll go Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, 
Herbert, Rogers, Brady. What? Five. We're talking fantasy point wise, right? Yeah, we are. Brady. Okay. And Rogers. Interesting. Um, yeah. And uh, maybe I think Lamar's actually going to have a really big year. So okay. that's six I'm right going, there. I'm going yeah, inside. I think I'm at seven. Like Allen, I, Mahomes, Herbert, Rogers, Murray, maybe Prescott, yeah. Jackson. And then you got guys like Burrow. So I'm going inside. I think he runs too much. And everything I've seen, his arm's gotten better. He's uh, lost weight, I think I saw. Um, he's no longer, it doesn't seem like he's any longer a risk to be replaced, which that, I'll sound like an idiot now, but that really was a concern if y'all were. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think, he's, I think he's improved drastically. So I have him inside the top six, which makes me sick. But there are your top 12. Power rankings according to the KDFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We are moving right along, boys. Are we ready? Are we ready for week one predictions? Well, no. Are we going to do like uh, favorite and dark horse? Oh, Oh, yes. See, that's why I need you. I need you to keep us on on point here. Um, Okay, to win the title. I I think think Steve Gompire. I mean... The evil umpire for a reason. Same. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it has to be. I mean, we have to have some integrity because I think what we're about to do is about to not have any integrity. So, um, next up, <laughs> I need us all. I need us all to pick a team outside okay. of our power of our power rankings outside of the six. So we presume those top six to be playoff teams. So I need you to pick your favorite team outside of those top six. Your dark horse candidate for twenty twenty two to win it all. God I mean, us. since I have to keep integrity, so I'm going to pick a non-playoff team outside our power rankings. I'm going with the Elkview River Rats. <laughs> now, people, we're talking about non-playoff teams that we think are going to make it, be a sleeper. I think Lamar's going to bounce back. CMC's going to please be healthy. Um, I, I do like Davis Mills. I, I think he's I think he's a quality fantasy quarterback. And uh, it's you know Damian Pierce is gonna be a number one running back, guys. I mean, so uh, that's why I'm going. I like a couple of my defensive players, so yeah, I can see it making a run. Well, I'm really glad uh-huh. that you didn't pick you didn't pick my choice because I think it's like the obvious. I don't know why how anybody else can pick another team outside of the top six, and I'm gonna go with. <laughs> With the Wake Forest Lumberjacks. Yes. I mean, there's the nice. number one out of the top six. If every other team has six or seven injuries, if my players <laughs> overachieve by five to six positions in their rankings, it's the clear number one. Okay, Phil. Detroit picks himself. Phil picks himself. What am I to do? Can't person outside the top six. I gotta do it, boys. You could, all, you could also pick me, though. I mean, before you, uh, before you pick a, here. supposedly allowed. There's no shot because there's only one team in the KDFL that has been held against their will without two quarterbacks for three years now. We haven't had three, two quarterbacks consistently start in Melbourne, but nah, no longer this year. Dak Prescott and Trey Lance. Heaven forbid we make the playoffs. We get Watson back then. 
Look at this wide receiver core. Drake London, Dotson, Nico Collins, Devontae Smith, Jerry Judy. Oh, don't forget about Mark Andrews, guys. The offense is way more starts than yeah. you think. Joshua Palmer? Are you kidding me? Third oh, round pick last year. Amazing. Don't, don't forget about Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Fight the good fight. Um, I mean, defensive, defensive rookie of the year last year. It's time. In Melbourne, to Brad from the head mega power himself, Ooh. Mr. Hogan. Did you just woo at my Hogan? A little insulting. Well, let me tell you something, brother. That was terrible. It's amazing. Mega Powers 2022 Dark Horse pick. We are shameless. All right. So, <laughs> with that being said, we're not, we're not going to catch any crap for that. Yeah. Hey. You feel you feel your heart. The heart wants what it wants. All right, let's get our let's get our breakdown of our week one matchups. It is here. It starts by the time you're watching this. It starts this evening. Starts with the Bills and Rams, and we kick it off in the KDFL with last year's runner-up taking on everybody's favorite rebuilder, who's never officially built anything. The Hurricane Wampus Cats visited <laughs> by the Marmot Midnight. Riders will do the same thing we always do, Detroit and then Phil. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I love it. You make a very valid point. He gets so <laughs> much credit for, man, look at all these amazing picks he <laughs> acquires and deals. It's like the brick gift. Yeah. You just keep laying bricks. <laughs> but uh, I'm going with the Midnight Riders. Not even close. Right now it's same. a 20-point spread, but people haven't really – I don't think a lot of people have set their laps. And yeah. Stuff. And we um, need to tell the people we're not really going to go into detail on these because it's weak. I mean, I think they'll get it when we just don't go into detail yeah. on them. Right, right. Yeah, I feel like the Wampus Cats are still like three years away. So midnight rider. Three years? <laughs> there should never be a team that's three years away. Midnight Riders are the pick coming off a strong season. They'll keep it rolling in their season opener. Next up, we have a, a pretty uh, interesting matchup. The Poker Pharmacist visiting Nakati. It's hot in Nakati this time of year still. Um, Poker Pharmacist at Nakati, Detroit, take it away. I'm going with the Poker Pharmacist. I think they get this one pretty easily. I have to agree on that. I think the Zim Masters took too many drugs from the pharmacist and they're not going to show up to play. So, pharmacist. Woo! It's all it. natural substances to stay Zen and Nakati. It's herbal, it's herbs. Sure, sure. It's meditation. Right. So, it's all so legit. Them. It's so all legit. Um, it is the pharmacist for me as well here, but here's the reason why Brees Hall is going to get off to a rough start and then it's going to, it's going to, uh, factor out Carolina, New England, Denver, and Tennessee. That's a rough start. He'll be fine in the long run, but the starts can be bad. I'll take the pharmacist in week one. Okay. Uh, next up we have our very own Phil Rexeed traveling to Dunbar to take on the Dermans, Lumberjacks and Dermans. Go ahead, Detroit. Our closest spread. So I am, I'm going with the Dobermans. Uh, I have them. I had them fourth in my rankings. By the way, the power rankings. Uh, I think they start out one and zero. Yeah, I think the Dobermans are the better team overall. But I'm going to go Lumberjacks, and I was going to say the Lumberjacks are going to chop down 
from the Dobermans, but then that's probably not something you should say because PETA might shut us down. So that's true. I'm just going to go Lumberjacks with the win. Ah, this one's actually tough. Um, you know what? Let me get let me get the I'll take the Lumberjacks. I'll take the dog in this one right now. I think the defense is Woo! a little bit better, and I think that shines early. So let's go. Give me give me the uh, Lumberjacks in this one. Uh, next yeah, up, I'm we not- have the Battle of the Lions fans. Ooh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, uh, River Rats the, and uh, Renegades. This one's uh, our highest point total so far. And we need to tell the people these two Lions fans. One is always Yin and Yang, a Lions ring. fan. Yes, exactly. Uh, I'm uh, I'm going to go with the Renegades. Uh, I think we're going to get off to a slow start this year. I think three of my first four matchups are really bad. So uh, I, I was we talked about earlier. I have Eric going the number two seed. So I think he starts out big. Yeah, same. I have the Renegades with the win here over the River Rats. Mm. Do okay. It, do it. Uh, you know, we'll start the year off right. We'll go River Rats to get the first the first uh, week upset here. I like to get McCaffrey when he's healthy. I like Lamar getting the Jets. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go River Rats to to sneak an early one in here. If not now, win as they say. Uh, next up, we have. The Mega Powers and the Gamblers. Fun fact before we go into this game, no team has beaten another team more, I don't believe, than the Gamblers have beat the Mega Powers. I think I'm like 2-11 and 11 all time against the Gamblers. Go ahead, Detroit. And it's not going to change. I got the Gamblers big. Yep, same. Gamblers, easy. No shot. This is Mega Powers time. I just waved the yellow Hogan sign bandana we're coming out hot we came out hot last year nearly scoring nearly beating the zen masters who had their best week of the season hey i got antonio gibson while i got him the only reason i have to starting running backs is because one guy literally got shot other than that i'd only have one starting running back so we'll take advantage of that while we can now as is custom our game of the week features the ring ceremony at South Hills Evil Empire. They were lower their 2021 KDFL Championship banner. Sad for the Kanawha County Kings that they are the ones that will have to sit there and watch this go down. And it is the Empire and the Kings, our final matchup of week one. Take it away, Detroit. I think this is like right now, like a 58 point spread. I think this is our largest spread. I, I, I think it's actually going to be worse than that. So I think the Evil Empire are going to start out strong. Yeah, I think the Evil Empire says off of this head and <laughs> runs the Kings out of town. Uh, Evil Empire easy win here. What a dramatic effect that little stutter did. <laughs> off with his hair. hair, hair. Um, yeah, it's Evil Empire. I already took three underdogs. I can't. I can't find myself to do this one. I'm excited to see what the what the what the Kings bring to the table in this week one. But this ain't. This is not the one. All right, so there is our KDFL Week 1 predictions in on the board. Now, let's see, let's see. That's it, boys. That's awesome. it. We just got to go through our cover, our NFL. Now, when we do this real quick, if you remember last year, I was amazing at uh, uh, underdogs. I was horrible at regular bets. We'll hopefully continue that this year <laughs> on both, both sides. Real quick, though, um, first, 
I need your Super Bowl matchup and champion, and then you can do your lock and your upset. And you can do your sign-off, Detroit. Right now, Phil's okay. remembering that he has to remember the number, and he doesn't have it in his head right now, so he's going to search for the number <laughs> while you do your picks. Well, uh, for my NFL uh, Super Bowl this year, I hated doing this because everybody's on this bandwagon, and it's the Buffalo Bills. I have them as my champion. I have them going against the Packers. I think uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to actually finally start winning some playoff games, but he's going to fail in the Super Bowl. So uh, that's my Super Bowl prediction. As for my lock of the week, I have Carolina minus five against the Browns. I think Baker's going to just want to show off against his former team. Uh, And for my upset of the week, I never do this. I never take my team. I feel like I jinx them when I do. But I love the Lions plus four this week against the Eagles. So, as always, these are just our little picks. We don't condone. Say more. You're such a moron. Using your children's, your children's, you know, school funds or whatever. College. So, whatever. But uh, go ahead and send them to us first, and we'll take care yes. of that for you. So, I also, I think me and Brett are going to do something on the side. I think we'll post it. We've talked about doing five NFL games, five college games. Oh just, yeah, yeah. Just kind of see where, just kind of see where we rank at the end of the year. Yes. Uh, but be. anyways, we love having you guys. Once again, Keith, thanks for being a loyal listener. <laughs> Cousin still kind of sucks, but anyways, and always Brett sucks. Take it away, Phil. Give me your Super Bowl, your champion, and then you go through your bets. Yeah, Super Bowl is Andy versus Dallas, and I have Andy getting a win in the Super Bowl, and Matt Ryan maybe going off into the sunset with a win. Who knows? Um, what else am I supposed to do here? I already forgot. All right, now we need your uh, lock of the week. <laughs> Locks and upset. That's right. Okay. Lock of the week, I'm going to stay with Indy, minus seven versus Houston. I think that's an easy cover um, because Houston doesn't have anybody that I can think of, like no running back, no quarterback. They have like a backup running back, um, but he's not that good. Nobody nobody left that? Okay. I didn't realize you were slamming Pierce. <laughs> yeah. Pierce and Mills. Poor Damian <laughs> Pierce. Upset, I'm going to go Vegas. Plus three against the Chargers. Okay. Um, I like the Chargers, but yeah, I'm going. Some reason I'm going with the Raiders. I don't know why. Okay. And as always, you can follow the show. Did you get it? On well, no, I don't have the number. I'm Go gonna, ahead. Do your thing. Do your <laughs> thing. You can follow the show on Twitter at KDFL Podcast. You can follow our fearless host Brett Brett at Brett Still Two on Twitter. You can follow Detroit at Detroit Eight Three Seven Four. And you can follow me at Phil Ruxy. And I actually did remember those off the top of my head. You did, yeah. Those are very good. Nice. Um, all right. So my super, I'm going, I'm going outside the box a little bit. I'm gonna go with the charger or the yeah, okay. I messed it up. Chargers from the AFC. Um, get they have to put it together. I love their coach too much. The offense, the defense, everything should be there for them to make a deep run. Um, I'm gonna go with the Chargers in the in the AFC. I'm gonna go with the Rams coming back from the NFC. I don't understand how anybody Matt's can, gonna hate you. Yeah, I know, I know. I don't understand how anybody can uh compete with them right now. And I actually in the NFC, I have the Chargers going over and doing it all. Uh Chargers Super Bowl champions. Oh wow. I got it right last year, so I feel like I'm playing with house money now because I feel like you know I've got one right. Um lock of the week. 
I'm going to capitalize on the normal trend of the Cardinals starting off hot, and I'm going to say they they cover the six, or they, you know, yeah, they cover the six points that they're that they're getting from Kansas City, and then my upset of the week. I have no choice, boys. We are starting off this week. I don't even, almost don't even like it that it's happening this way because I like to build up the animosity and stuff, but it's right out the gate. We have the Saints coming to Atlanta. Uh, the Falcons, I think, are five or six point dogs. Falcons win Again, I, outright. I need to- Oh, so you're going money line? Yeah, that's a that's underdog. All right. Oh, yeah. That's it's right. my underdog. Falcons win outright. <laughs> I got the Cardinals losing by less. I don't know. I got the Cardinals losing by less than six. I got the Falcons winning outright in Mariota's debut at home against our, our hated Saints. Um, and that's it, boys. Episode season Ooh. four, episode one is in the books. We will be back here next week with a, a very special segment for you guys as well as a rundown of the KDFL week one that was enjoy your football tonight. It's the Rams. It's the Bills. It's a hell of a kickoff to the 2022 NFL season, and we will see you here next week for Jonathan Detroit Haynes, for Mr. Phil Rexy. I'm Brett Steele on the KDFL Fantasy Football Podcast.